0: The deal is this. <laughs> tell you when I was a kid that read drop on to Nelson Oasis, real. Can <laughs> tell you when I was a kid that read drop on most Nelson all real, 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 real. They'm pissed. real. They'm pissed. <laughs> Okay, by the time we finish this, you're all going to be practicing magicians. I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where Gary and I are currently covering the new X Men, written by Grant Morrison in 2001, 2004. We just wrapped up the riot at Xavier's. All of our teenage druggy mutants, uh, turtles, teenage mutant druggy turtles have been uh, <laughs> taken care of uh, in one way or the other. Quentin Choir has been killed or transcended to a different plane um the the rest of them have seemed to have gone to jail or died and Brigante. yes uh and the stepford cuckoos notably are have left the school but not before ratting out cyclops and uh emma frost weird psychic affair to one gene gray who at the end of the last issue caught them in bed together gary how are you today man
1: i'm doing well uh well hydrated Got a, got a nice day ahead of me. Uh, going to catch up on work, play a bunch of Kingsfield for bonfireside chat. Hell yeah. I, yep. Going to go walk down to the uh, music store look for some switches. Possibly uh, I'm in the market for a new keyboard. Okay. Trading some stuff in. So fun, fun errand.
0: And what, then, like, uh, a grocery store. what are you looking at? Like a Roland AX210 or, uh, like a, like a Mitsubishi <laughs> 742i? What, what are you, what are you going after? <laughs> yeah,
1: These <man>? <laughs> are basically like keyboard names or Shadowrun, uh, cyberdeck names yeah 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 like the same thing.
0: well i got i got um, this from a buzzfeed quiz of like is this a keyboard or is this a shatter run <laughs> so, like i can't uh, like claim to this joke myself this is a buzzfeed thing
1: trying to get a, a korg ep uh sv1 i think hell yeah i'm trying so korg uh, i like korg okay good um <laughs> you are know, still like korg is a good brand of keyboards um, you know, they did all the heartbeat city stuff is done in a Korg program. Like oh, a really? like Korg's Korg uh, synthesizer town. Yeah. Nice. that's uh, it's on my phone on the, uh, the Korg IDS.
0: So was that an expensive app? Like sometimes i look at those synth apps and they are like hundreds of dollars or something. And I've never, no, no, no,
1: it okay. was, uh, so the, the app itself is like 10 bucks and then getting the, uh, there's like an extension mode or what have you. Mm-hmm. They give you some additional tracks. That is another 10 bucks. Um, so it's 20 bucks, but 20 bucks, like as much as that's expensive for an app, it's incredibly inexpensive for music software or an instrument.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: You know? So like, I feel really good about that purchase. I've gotten so much enjoyment and been able to do so much cool stuff with it. So, um, yeah. So let's, uh, let's get into it. Uh, cover. There's not a whole lot going on. We switched artists. We're back to, uh, Phil Jimenez again, who's a good artist, Mm -hmm. um, and a good fit for this arc, which is mostly character stuff. There's very little action. Yeah uh in this uh this arc
0: and the the cover is just uh the white queen emma frost in her like old school white queen uniform not like the new x thing that she's been wearing throughout most of this uh run just kind of sitting there like staring at the staring at the camera kind of in a haughty way and then jean gray with uh like her legs on her thighs like leaned over to the camera for some reason like (laughs) what is going on with this pose her
1: her hands on her thighs not her legs on her thighs (laughs) which would be some plastic man shit
0: well, I mean, um, look. I mean, Jean Gray. She's a, she's a psychic. She can do anything. She's the Phoenix, Gary. She can put her legs on her thighs if she wants to.
1: <laughs> the Phoenix can do a lot of stuff, Why?
0: Uh, as we'll learn. Why are you um, so I you limiting the in the is- bedroom, Gary? God,
1: <laughs> yeah. I need a qualified ex ex sex therapist. Um the uh, the difference here, what they're showing is the difference in postures. Yes you know uh emma frost being very prim and Jean gray being like yeah you fucked with my husband you gotta go
0: and kind <laughs> of a, uh and kind of a hint about the stuff we're gonna be covering inside the issue like we see what looks to me like Jean gray's old black queen um like jacket and like leather stud yeah. collar thing so
1: yeah that she's sitting on very cool
0: mm-hmm.
1: um we cut over to basically where we left it you know uh with uh gene gray walking in on them like i knew you i'd find you my husband here in your head emma mm-hmm. uh bursting in on the psychic sex dungeon and this is a great uh emma issue like this is, this is a great issue in general i love this um the uh emma starting off like being snarky uh and not realizing the trouble she's in uh as like kind of a defense mechanism i think is really good
0: yes um, and the first thing, like, Scott tries to protest his innocence and, like, it's this is not real. It's just our thoughts. And she's like, you need to shut the fuck up and leave. And, like, goes directly towards yeah. Emma. Like, I'm going to deal with y- you later. Me and you will have this conversation. Right now, I've got to deal with the homewrecker. Um, yeah. well, you, imagine trying to explain to Jean Grey it's just thoughts. You know? <laughs> <laughs> <the> <laughs>
1: Like, and and he realizes it, but he's he's thinking with his dick, right? Like the you know, pretty. This is you know, when people cheat. Like I have never been uh, unfaithful, but like when that happens, people make a lot of excuses to themselves for good reasons for thinking with their genitals. It's
0: uh, it's yeah. funny that you say that because in the second panel when she tells him to shut up, he actually is looking directly at his dick and like going, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my bad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, he's just like
1: uh, you know, Jean Gray's hand is right in front of his. Uh, his yeah, cover, that's what I'm saying. Like the, the reason Cyclops, we don't like, see
0: his fucking full right- Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Her hand just happens to be in the Full way <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: yeah You know and and Emma Frost is snarking You know like you have to agree I look good in your old colors But I can make myself more up to date if you like uh, And Scott is still protesting Like it's not what you think And Jean's like exactly it's exactly why I think Out and we see Cyclops get like Burst away in a, a Phoenix flame And he has been shunted out of the mind Yes Yeah uh, really really
0: good yeah and he um, kind of comes to on the outside of this room where the stuff for cuckoos are there are like oh so did something happen she's a little weird you know yeah, um and I she you know, she won't it. speak to us either it sounds like miss Grace summers doesn't like her doesn't like her one bit uh and yeah. while this is happening the door slams behind scott before he can go back into the room where they're at
1: yeah I love the cuckoos. So the cuckoos are packed to leave. That, that's worth uh, noting. Mm-hmm. And I love uh, the cuckoos. Like, it looks like there's going to be trouble adult stuff.
0: And then uh, just turning and walking away. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, school's over the summer. Sometimes you can learn too much. They're leaving. We cut over to uh, the rest of the people in the mansion who could all They know things going on because of psychicness, but also because Scott is just screaming gene. And like, <laughs> it's been a while since the second phase of the show, we finally got some heat.
0: We got, finally got you some gene. Uh, yeah, gene inside this, this room, um, Jean prepares to kind of like, Hey, like my husband went through a traumatic experience. You have no right to exploit that. And, um, yeah, Emma tries to defend it and it's like, you know, I'm just, I was trying to help him. He was utterly desolate. He was possessed by nothing more than the drab heart of his empty marriage. And I'm a I'm a qualified sex therapist. And of course, this lights up Jean Grace' temp- temper in a way that is extremely dangerous when she's doing Phoenix manifestation stuff. And uh, yeah. and sure enough, she, she she like grabs Emma's chair, flings her out of it, and says, "Look at me." And then that's when she shows the Phoenix and lights it up. And it's like you and me in the Phoenix. And the dialogue has changed to the Phoenix voice so
1: yeah uh, amazing panel
0: yeah this yeah. looks great i'm a sucker for like yes, you know, cool gene gray phoenix looking stuff and like this is this is one of my faves
1: oh totally yeah i, I love gene gray in this run yeah like th- this is this is my favorite gene gray um you know basically accusing emma of being fake like your whole like joining the x-men thing was just here to cause trouble and ruin things yes um the rest of the x-men find cyclops you know uh professor x is like what's happening here scott and scott to me like i've done something stupid Emma and I did something stupid. Like he really, he's no longer thinking with his dick. He's realizing like how dumb this whole thing was.
0: Yeah. Um, um, like I asked him to help and it turned into some weird kind of affair. And now Gene's found out. And I, I like, I, it, it, everything feels so wrong and I don't know what's wrong and what's right anymore. Like this dude is like seriously unmoored from his normal yeah. foundation all because of him getting possessed. And then all of the stuff with Gene and with Emma, like it's really loosened him up. Like not loosened. Like it's really like, throwing him loose from his normal foundation
1: in a weird way right like this also this shows that emma uh and we're, we're gonna see this in the future was successful in what she was trying to do yeah like his whole thing of you know his icy calm lunacy under pressure him pretending everything was normal even though it wasn't he needed this breakdown like he's gonna go we're gonna uh after this arc we're gonna deal with him like going and drinking himself silly and then going and punching some people to feel better and like getting quality time with wolverine of all people you know, to kind of like get over this and it's really good character development. Like, God feels good to like be with somebody who knows how to write.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And and knows what characters are that knows that they should change and not just punch things all the time.
1: Yeah. You know, and just, and just this, you know, being able to like read this and be like, yeah, this is actually a really good little bit of, of subtext. Like yes, is a fucked up thing that Emma did, but she didn't do it for horrible reasons and it worked. You know, we're going to find out in this issue. Like it came from a genuine affection for him like all of it like there are no real villains here and we're, we're getting to see how you know Jean gray who is clearly not a villain is so dangerous and scary when she thinks there is a villain
0: mm-hmm.
1: that that is like to be respected and feared you know uh like uh, professor x says like listen Jean is undergoing this radical psychic transformation um she's accessing reserves of power on a cosmic scale like you fucking idiot you shouldn't have cheated on her when she's in that mode and he's like, "Yeah, I, I don't care about the Phoenix uh, trying to get into this room." Um, we cut over to the psychic plane. Real, real where, quick,
0: uh, uh, like oh, yeah. Xavier's thing of uh, like she's going through this transformation. We cannot risk angering her. Like that also drives home a point about Scott and Jean's marriage, in which it's not exclusive to just the two of them. Like if Jean has this power and these abilities everybody walks on eggshells around her and is going to encourage Scott to also do the same thing which like yeah absolutely if you as Gary Butterfield were like hey you can't make Autumn mad or she might like light the universe on fire I'm like fuck you that's my wife I can do anything that I want like within reason you don't have a say in our relationship but if your mentor and father figure is telling you this like it just adds to the pressure that you guys are the perfect couple and that you have to be perfect all the time and you can't doubt the relationship a single second or else she might destroy the world like also like
1: I live in the universe, yeah. So, like if Autumn yeah. was going to destroy the universe, like I would also have a vested interest in, like, you know,
0: not doing that, that not happening, <laughs> yeah. You
1: know, like, and and you not causing it to happen. The universe is where I
0: keep all my stuff. You know, I don't. I don't want it to, <laughs> to be destroyed. It's where you keep your Korg A one seventeen, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, I keep my far flight Excalibur. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so.
0: So we cut into uh, the what looks like the psychic plane. Gene, uh, excuse me, uh, Emma tries to go into diamond form so she can prevent this, but it looks like Gene just works around it and just barges into her main, her brain. And they yeah, go yeah. to Emma's family home in Boston. Um, and she specifically says, like, you know, get out of my thoughts. And Gene says, I'm not in your thoughts. You're enfolded into mind. Uh, yeah. and, and now Gene Gray is just going to go through like a ruthless set of of judgment is what Emma's going to call it later on in the issue of like going through Emma's memories of some of the most painful experiences of her life and judging her for them. Yeah. Uh, Which is Emma tries to
1: tries to truce, you know, basically like, you know, when people are fighting and it's like, Hey, actually serious time, you know, like, what is it to you? Who are you to do this to me? She's like, I'm the wife of the man you've been seducing. Um, this memory seems important to you. And Emma says, you left me in a mental hospital last time you smashed a rain on my thoughts. like, referring to something I don't actually, I don't know comic that's referring to, but they, you know, Emma Frost used to be a super villain, um, you know, and Emma's like, your your uh, pacifist posturing is just like hiding a bully. And she goes, shut up. I'm not going to be throwing lightning bolts of psychic electricity at you this time. You know, again, referring to like the era that that fight probably happened in um, and says, you know, but the fire of the Phoenix burns through lies. Like it is a gate. The gaze of the Phoenix is like an x-ray tearing through every self deception. So burn, you Know and it's just, it's really good, it's like really scary.
0: And we uh, go and we go to a memory of hers of her father g- having gathered all of his children and his wife in the same room, like speculating who should take over the his 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 empire or his all of his money and his his, his little, fortune, his fortune, and uh, basically playing them against one another, right? Like, it's talking about how the brother isn't reliable. Uh, one of the sisters like it seems obvious but like maybe he's not the right choice or like or it could be rebellious little emma and emma looks dramatically different as a child because as she says she's had a bunch of cosmetic surgery and she just looks uh, like really kind of mean but Jean gray says she's not looking at that she's looking at what's underneath all of this that addiction yeah. runs into her, her family her mom's addicted to pills uh like the everyone's scared of her father. Her brother started as a user, eventually got out of it, but only by going insane and being in a mental hospital. And like Jean gray is showing her this as all of this is happening, yeah. uh, which has showing, showing her brother
1: in a padded cell, like bashing his head against the wall,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, uh, just really how and, and Emma's just saying like, you're hurting me. Stop this. Yes. Stop this. Like, this is horrible. Um, you know, and uh, the, the father continues, you know, yes, rebellious little Emma, you're going to get the thing. Um, Emma starts reflecting on her past you know, uh, saying like, like I remember my sister uh, who th- these are all like all supervillains and characters who have shown up in the past. You know, the, the, the Frost sisters like Adrian is, as a character. Um Adrian gasping at the truth. She's second best. Uh, poor daddy. You know, after all those years, he's finally telling me he cared in the only way he knew how I said, fuck it. I'll make my own way. And she kind of tells her origin, you know, in a way that squares Emma Frost, the like nine, you know, 80s supervillain with how Grant Morrison's been portraying her.
0: Yeah. So, uh, she rejected her father's fortune. She had $400 in her bank account and decided to start from the bottom. Um, she wound up at the hellfire club where she used her abilities to make men think that she was doing like the dance of the seven veils. But when in reality, she was just a real graceless dancer and she continued to use those abilities to kind of ensnare Sebastian, um, and, have him think that she was in love with him for him and that he, that she didn't just want all of his power. And they set about, you know, modifying herself physically uh, to have these attributes that she wanted and also to build this empire of mutants that they both wanted. Yeah.
1: Got, got the surgery to become the the white and black queen of the hellfire club. Mm -hmm. And she's just confessing this stuff to Jean gray. And then she realizes like, she's saying it like, which is actually none of your business. Like Scott came to me, you're out of line. The truth is he doesn't you don't know what ordinary feelings are anymore you're not even human Um, and Jean Grey is ignoring this like do you honestly think you can protect yourself against this like you can't dodge this you think you know what you like but I know what haunts your every waking hour stop hiding something happened in Hong Kong show me what happened between you and Scott in Hong Kong now or I'm gonna make you relive every horrible moment of your life which is what she's been doing basically and, you know, and like the only fucked up thing to do
0: extremely like this is the point where you're like wait a minute like gene had it kind of had a righteous anger here like a, and i almost a like hey like you do get to like this this woman's a homewrecker she's coming into your marriage like if someone if you beat the shit out of her like in louisiana that's probably not a bad thing like that's at least she didn't cheat <laughs> you right like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't condone violence in any way but like i can you can see that there'd be a righteous anger and you could lose control a little bit uh but like this scene specifically with the which is absolutely none of your business and you can see that it's emma frost like using her power to try to resist the psychic force of gene and you see like all of these memories on shards of glass kind of breaking around her and that's when gene when she says that do you think you can protect yourself against this like manifest the phoenix form and blows all of that away uh yeah. so like just ruining her defensive and defenses and it's you realize like the power imbalance here is such that even if like Emma did Gene wrong, the answer is so overwhelmingly like, yes. more than it needs to be that you like, Oh wait. And then we see like this huge splash page when Gene threatens like, Oh, I'll show you, I'll make you relive the life of every single child you've allowed to die. Like, hold up, excuse me. Yeah. And, yeah. and then the splash page where you see, Every single <laughs> child that she has yep. trained that is now dead, laying on the ground on top of one another, and Emma just holding her head and is like, "Please don't make me look at this. Don't ma- don't let this happen yeah. to me." Yeah,
1: uh, Sophie's in there. Um, Negasonic teenage warhead is in there. You know, and mostly Italians. because that's the the Nubians' opposite team who all died. I uh, hear this is like when uh, Lizzo doxed that uh, that Grubhub driver. You know, it's a power imbalance on that scale where it's like, yes, you can be kind of mad, but recognize that you have the fucking Phoenix force in terms of social media.
0: Yeah, you've got 500,000 know? followers or however many like don't don't yeah. don't just post somebody's address or phone number. Like what the fuck is wrong with yeah. you? Yeah,
1: you know, really fucked up. Uh, so we cut over and he started uh, we cut over the scene and we've seen this before in the annual uh, issue um you know uh she's kind of telling the story like i couldn't sleep after the traumas of the day um she comes in tell me more about the world of chastity scott with the wine glasses this was the end of a uh an issue uh during that run uh when they were going to uh to deal with the u-man and get zorn um you know and they're kind of talking like you know hey uh, i had no idea that uh the life would be so racy like logan and domino are making farmyard noises together as we speak you know, here, here's the love. And then I love this little moment because then uh, Emma looks at the camera and says, like, excuse me, Scott, I thought this was real, but just a memory. I have to go. Yeah, um, that's incredibly cool.
0: Extremely cool. And then we go to the real world where Emma is like on on her side on the floor, like saying, I have to go now and crying tears are spilling from her eyes and she's like you have no right to judge me i love those children i wanted them to be independent and strong and and that's when cyclops having been completely fed up with all of this literally blast his way into the room leaving a gaping hole in the wall and and yelling at at gene like you're way out of line and if you want to know what happened you can read my mind like i'll give you permission and i love this like stare at the bottom of this uh page because cyclops is like you can see that like optic blast thing like when he gets angry yeah. and just a little bit pops out like a little pre-blast you know what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah and Jean has it too there's fire coming out of her yeah
1: eyes like they're both kind of like saber rattling mm-hmm. yeah not to step on your pre cum joke that's okay oh, yeah, yeah, hey, obviously.
0: <laughs> <laughs> senpai please step on my pre-com is a thing so yeah but don't want to slip on your pre-com joke like it's it's a <laughs> <laughs> it was a little messy to begin with don't worry about it yeah,
1: yeah i don't no, it's okay sloppy sloppy first um the uh so we cut back to the dream you know and th- we see that night where we thought that they they had sex uh and they didn't you know basically emma is giving him good advice like he's talking to emma about these things she had where or he had where apocalypse took over his mind um you know saying how hard it was and emma is doing her you know helping him out you know you're saying that monster put these dirty thoughts in your head and you're embarrassed that your wife is gonna find out what you really think about her it's really ordinary like you know, you need to relax yeah. uh, and relax with some wine and adultery. And he goes, no, like I'm serious about celibacy. It's gene or nothing. Yeah, like which he is, did not
0: fuck her, which is called monogamy. <laughs> not celibacy. Exactly. It's not celibacy. Yeah. You but whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, you no, know, it's just strange that it's in the comic book like that. Like not to call not to, it's just so people don't think that you're the one making that mistake. Like it's weird. That yeah. He says yeah. Yes. It's yes celibacy. I appreciate it. Um, but like,
1: like I, Grant Morrison it, has the most poly energy of any person I've ever seen. So okay. he probably doesn't know what the word means. <laughs> so, <laughs> Like literally, no way that he's not just like, oh, you just have to follow your heart, you know? The the body wants what it wants. It's
0: and uh, magic, I love and the, the I love the why can't you just give up your place on the Olympic suffering team line from, yeah. from Emma? Just good so line. good, yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, like you know, we go back into the real world, and and Gene, who is super bad about all of this, and understandably to a degree, is like, yeah, you yeah. know, you may not have done anything, but they were both thinking about it the entire time. Um, and Xavier, who is worried, like, look, people are. I, someone has told me that the Phoenix has come to disinfect the planet. Are you okay? Like, you need to chill. Yeah, yeah. And of course, yeah. you know, she says, like, oh, don't, don't. don't I don't need lectures. Scott is my husband. And then she blows Beast off as well as she as she leaves. And um, we find out that Scott has turned around and ran and stolen uh, the bike that Wolverine has been working on. And I love this. Uh, oh dear lord, it's so funny. Not the search all for all Cyclops really again. <laughs>
1: yeah, which is very funny. And then Wolverine being like i used to bub uh, Summers took the bike i've been working on for months i know he's gonna wreck it <laughs> like <laughs> it's really, like the idea that they just have to deal with this from time to time and then we cut over to cyclops popping a badass wheelie um on the motorcycle with uh energy coming out it's super cool of course he put on his helmet
0: it's uh, uh i never though thought about i never thought about this until today while i was reading this but um wheelies as a like form of rebellion are very much in in Scott Summers like wheelhouse right like I bet sure like someone was like you should never be unsafe on a moving vehicle and Scott's like what if I did a wheelie though yeah yeah. look (laughs) professor no
1: hands professor Scott no (laughs) (laughs) professor watch me do this cannonball no Uh, Scott (laughs) you can irritate your skin that way (laughs) Scott you've eaten a half hour ago you might cramp uh So, so we cut over to later, you know, uh, Wolverine is trying to console Emma because like, again, I like their friendship, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, she's saying, I'm fine. You know, Jean had a rum and draw my head, knock some things over. That's what she does. You know, she's like a judge and jury. Um, you know, I hate this. And uh, Wolverine's like, come on, you know, it's not so bad, but you should have known better to get between Jean and Slim. Trust me, yeah. you know, because that's that's a place he's been before obviously
0: and this all of this dialogue from Emma is so good she says you know I know I know he lies beside her at night without touching her I know she sees what he's thinking and despises him for his weakness I know she's so pure and their love is so special Logan and I'm so shallow and spiteful and manipulative I know because she saw right through me she saw the truth and had no defense and she knows too why did I allow myself to become so stupid and vulnerable Logan? Why did I have to fall in love with Scott bloody summers? And that last panel is them like kneeling on the floor and hugging one another. And then we see the outside of the mansion and like, what a, like a bittersweet, like because presumably you were thinking like, oh, this is Emma's personality is such that she just likes to soak chaos, right? Like she just she's yeah. just doing this to maybe just to see what happens to fuck around with Cyclops to maybe get a little back on Jean Grey for being uh, the best psychic in the world or whatever. And kind of like maybe this is just Emma being a little supervillain when that doesn't actually exist, as opposed to her having this meaningful f- these meaningful feelings for Scott Summers, like actually yeah. falling in love with the dude.
1: It's genuine. And one of the things that I love about this arc is that like, it's not a subplot and also Cyclops loves her too. You know, he's dealing with that. He's coming around on that, but it's true. You know, he loves them both, which is a thing that happens in real life. Right. Um, it's, it's very good. Mm -hmm. Uh, and just, uh, them, them doing the swerve of being like, yeah, all of this, uh, kind of snark and posturing and stuff is exactly that it's posturing. It's not, you know, it's not real. Um, we cut back to that night. Uh, Beast, you know, is kind of singing opera and bringing flowers and wine to Emma to try and make her feel better. You know, Hey, it's Henry. Logan said you were down. So I brought you that book I was telling you about.
0: I like that there's still like oh, Omega X s- s- spray paint all over the mm-hmm. walls. Yeah. Yeah. Like they just haven't had a chance to really figure all of this out. Uh, like they haven't like tried this just to just happened. exactly. Yeah. Like it really shows yeah. that we haven't had a chance to clean up, but like all of this stuff is happening all at once. It feels very much like the Cassandra Nova arcs where um, like, why does everything have to keep coming back? Like why is everything happening all the yeah. time kind of thing? So, yeah. Uh, uh He goes, he lets himself in mm-hmm. Uh, and he sees something. He sees Emma, Emma Frost on the floor in her diamond form shattered. Uh, and we actually yep. see that that was the name of the issue. Um, and she's just lit- in literal pieces, very, very tiny pieces of diamond on the floor. He of course drops the wine and the book and the roses that he was like, are you, is this a date Henry? Like this, what are you doing? It's <laughs> <laughs> a little weird. <laughs> like bring some ice cream and like a, and, and, and fucking like Scott Pilgrim versus the world or something like get some comfort food. Like what are you doing?
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's a, uh, it, it was, you know, yeah, You know, it's, it's been a little bit minute, minute for Hank. So. Sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, you did such a good job on Scott. I was wondering if he could convince me that I'm not gay anymore. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: like, can you, uh, <laughs> like, I also have sex problems. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's the end of the issue. Yep. Uh, bringing us into, you know, that's part one of murder at the mansion. We're going to go into part two, which is really interesting. Um, you know, we're going, we're going to talk about it next issue or next episode. So I don't want to get into it too much, but they start. Uh, We get to see the perspective of this group of people from the outside. Um, It's a series of detective issues with Bishop from their perspective rather than the perspective of any of the characters we spend any time with. Yes. Um, And they do a really good job of making everything seem very suspicious um, and kind of casting doubt as to who this could be, etc. It's a cool arc.
0: And if you if you uh, are reading on the Marvel Unlimited app, every time Bishop is there, there's a harmonica noise. So yeah, <laughs> tur- tur- turn that volume up, kids. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, we get the like one of my favorite issues in the run, which is like Wolverine and uh, Cyclops drinking at yes. the Hellfire Club, yeah. which is like it's yeah, for yeah. the whole issue.
0: Mm-hmm. Like that is so good. So so good. Just Cyclops getting yeah. more and more drunk in that issue is very very fun. Yeah.
1: Um, character development in this arc is amazing.
0: But uh, thank you, everybody, for for continuing to listen and continuing to support us. Um, if you don't consider supporting us directly at patreoncom that you get a, a number of smack th- you or we'll fucking injure <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> fuckers yeah. doing some yeah. reverse psychology today. Hugger, we're trying to <laughs> don't fucking do it. Don't go to patreoncom TV. Don't donate to us.
1: <laughs> I think I think you, the reason why I said that is because I think it sounded like you said if you uh, if you don't. You'll do this is what I thought it sounded like you said.
0: Oh, I Um, got you. But yeah, you get all kinds of cool benefits. You can get um, these as a group of episodes uh, every two weeks, as opposed to having to wait for a few days in between. Uh, But you can also get early episodes of just about everything else on the network. So check all Mm -hmm. of that out. Uh, If you can't do that, that's totally fine. Tell your friends or leave a review uh, or a rating on Apple podcast or wherever else you might get this podcast that rates things. So yeah, We We very much appreciate all of you listening. We'll be back with another arc, another episode, another issue, Jesus Christ, another issue in the murder at the mansion arc in just a couple of days. Umbasa. Umbasa. Umbasa.